0: we didn't have that that insight I mean, to like see what your test levels were first you know see what your health was first
1: yeah. no i i started um, it was definitely not the uh, the cycle that i would have started on now if, if i knew back then what i know now <laughs>
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to this bonus episode of Drugs and Stuff. Today, Dave and I are hanging out with IFBB Pro, Big Nathan Styles. I had a chance to meet Nate at the FitX Fit Expo earlier this year. He's a really cool dude, and I wanted to take this opportunity to introduce him to you. We talk about how he literally just got his Pro Card. We discuss blood work, like how often he gets it done. He even tells us a little bit about what he runs for gear. Plus, we have cycle advice for new users, and he has a totally cringe-worthy story about his first cycle. It's not something that any of us would suggest. I hope you guys enjoy this bonus segment. And hey, if you're new to our content, we'd love to have you along for all of our stuff. We have several bodybuilding podcasts that come out each week. So let me suggest to you to hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. All right, guys, let's get to the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drugs and Stuff with Dave Crossland. I'm Scott McNally, and today we are joined by a special guest, IFBB Pro Big Nathan Stiles. All of our programming is brought to you by nutrition.com. You could use our code Think for additional savings. High-quality, third-party tested supplements. Hit me up if you have any questions. If you're in the UK, you can get your lab work done by Dave. Go to EvalBloodAnalysis.com. For those of you in Canada, check out SupplementSource.ca. They've got great deals that change from week to week, and. If you're in the UK and you need some supplements, and if you're watching this show, there's like a 99% chance you're on cycle, you're going to need some cycle support, so go over to Strom Sports Nutrition, they'll hook you up with that, and a whole bunch more. What's up, guys? How's it going, Nate?
1: Yeah, it's good, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: It was a pleasure, man. You guys know each
2: other, right, Dave?
0: You guys have uh, been, you've known Nate, yeah. Nate's known you for five years now, I just asked off the air.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nate's been, I mean, Nace used Eva, I think, from the day it started, um, and then we sponsored him. In. He supported us very, very early on um, through his coaching, and so did his good lady Phoebe as well. So uh, we started sponsoring Nace. Is it six months, maybe longer? Nace, I can't remember. Yeah, about I think about June time, maybe. No, no, maybe yeah. before that. Uh, right. It's
1: been about six uh, months, I'd say.
2: Um, and I owe you a big thank you because uh, Nave put me onto his prep company that does his meals, Fresh Prep, um, which I am now using, and I have dropped over thirty pounds so far. So, woohoo!
0: Uh, I think I got out here. Check this out.
2: This this is usually where I go off the rails and start eating shit again and get fucking fat as fuck again. But because of the I've bought so many bloody meals, I'm too tight not to waste them. So I will be eating the bastards and sticking to retire. Nice.
1: (laughs) He's dropped my food off this morning, and he did say he said uh, Dave's ordered
2: like enough meals to last until the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Two hundred and two, to be precise. Guys, how many meals
0: you have? 202 meals?
2: That's a lot. Yeah, 202. They're all in the freezer.
0: Well, that's a big freezer. Uh, guys, I wanted to let T- you know, we wanted to bring Nate on uh, just to, to, I wanted to showcase some of the awesome talent that is over there in the UK. Uh, we had a chance to talk with him at the live podcast that we did at Fit Expo. At the time, you were eight weeks out from competing, and at the time, you were still an amateur bodybuilder and at this point congratulations to you man you just got your pro card i wanted to ask you how does that feel now having reached the pro ranks
1: um i got asked this at the gym earlier actually um i it, think it's still still kind of sinking in um i don't think i've fully sort of taken it taking it in yet um it, it's been nice because when I went to the Arnold's, uh, I had a few people asking me, "Can I have a picture with you?" Which is which is madness. Um, I signed somebody's belt, uh, and yeah, it's it, it's a it's a nice feeling that all the hard work has paid off. But it's still kind of not sunk in. Just because the season's still going, so I came straight back from from Italy where I I got my pro card. And then literally the week after, we flew to France because my other half was competing. Uh, And we went to watch Jamie the Giant compete as well in France. And then we've come back. And then clients have had shows uh, sort of every weekend. So I've kind of not really been able to sit down, relax and, and process it yet. I think once my first competitive prep season starts that's when i'll, I'll kind of realize right it's real now i'm in the big boys league
0: hell yeah i wanted to throw this picture up i pulled this off your instagram now i assume this is from the day you turned pro
1: yeah so that's the uh, that's the overall in in italy
0: okay man those guys look i mean you look incredible those guys are some stiff competition that you're next to there. All three of you guys look, you know, fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a good standard show. Uh, the, I mean, Yamamoto always put on a, a really good show. Um, so, yeah, but both, both, both of those guys, that's the heavyweight and I think the light heavyweight as well.
0: Yeah, for a light heavyweight, that dude is hanging. I mean, obviously he doesn't have the same size as you. Especially like it's hard to hang with those quads, but like he look, they all all yeah. of you guys look freaking awesome, man.
1: Yeah, I actually know know his coach quite well. Um, his coach is <coughs> an Italian guy um, who actually moved over to rather um, Ludo, and uh, yeah, he's he's a really, oh, it's really Ludo, good athlete. Is, yeah. it, is that, Ludo Ludo. his coach? Yeah, Ludo's his, his coach. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah so, Ludo. He won. He won his regional like a couple of weeks before when I won my regional at the in the UK show, uh, and I saw some pictures and I was like, "He's peeled." Like it was his condition was fantastic, and he's just really, really balanced. But <clears throat> because he's a light heavy, I think. Yeah. When he just when he just stood on stage, stage next to me, I probably just kind of overpowered him a little bit. For
0: for sure, he, man. What did you weigh on stage? For the Italy show. Um, 294 holy shit and you're i mean you're a taller guy too but you've got an incredible amount of muscle um i had a couple of your pictures too i think these are just progress pictures that you posted and listen i think another one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on is because you know a lot of people watch our show on youtube and there's like this element of like youtube bodybuilding and i see that as being a little bit different than The guys who are really, you know, in the sport, guys really, like, I'll call it real bodybuilding. I'd call you a real bodybuilder. (laughs) Um, Look at those fucking legs, man.
1: Yeah, so this is actually my recent update. So this is five weeks post-show. This is sort of five weeks into my recovery phase. Okay. So this was was my last check-in, so I was 316 pounds. Yeah.
0: No kidding what are you going to try to bring Absolutely. up for uh, for next year what's uh, your goal
1: everything upper body okay so i need i need more uh, more density through the back more width through the back uh, my arms and delts need to come up upper chest needs to come up i mean i think i think my legs can hang uh, with 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 most guys uh, so I, I don't really need to do much more in terms of just maintaining i mean it's always good to get for for everything to come up but i'm placing more emphasis on bringing my my upper body up to match match the legs now
0: right on man you know one thing i noticed when i was over there getting to hang out with everybody uh in england the community you guys have is really cool like i felt a a a real sense of close-knit tight community there and i i recognize this i don't know if this translates to the world but and you know I don't really give Dave a ton of credit all the time. In fact, I like to give him shit most of the time. But I feel like what he's doing with eval is a really good thing because otherwise, it's really hard. I know for you guys to get lab work done. But it was cool to see guys like you stopping in at the booth, people getting their lab work done, people getting phlebotomy done. Like he's really, he really is. Uh, I think a cool, supportive part of keeping people healthy
2: over there. We. So we so th- <laughs> For Fitex next year, we actually have the Nath Styles room on the newsstand. What? The what? So this is special. The specially, so Nath can come and have a sleep and eat his food like he always <laughs> fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our newsstand actually has a separate area, especially for Naif.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: that's true. Genuine genuine. That that is genuine <laughs> i'm not saying anymore because i don't want to spoil the surprise of what we've got for the show but i'll tell nate for fair but that is genuine
0: can you talk a little bit about yeah. that though nate about that the the community and the health focus you guys have over there because it's something that i really got to see in person and it's something i really kind of wanted to share with the with everybody who watches the shows
1: yeah i think dave and evo have been a massive part of that um I think just people being more open about the usage and the blood work has been has played a big a big part in that. Um, so, yeah, I mean the community at the minute, I think, is is very good in terms of the UK bodybuilding scene, um, and, I, and I do think that I think it probably comes down to the losses that we've had in the sport over this last sort of twelve eighteen months as well. A lot of people are being a little bit more health conscious which is great to see. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's only, it, it can only be a positive. At. How often do you get labs done? Sorry, Dave. It's okay. Yeah. Four, t- four times a year is a minimum. So I'll, 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 be getting my labs done. I'm just entering week six of recovery phase now. So I'm on a, a lower dose. Um, and I'll be getting them done in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be popping up to see Dave and, and get my blood work done.
0: Right
1: I had them done think... eight weeks out as well. It was the last mm-hmm. time. So I had them done when, when I was sort of eight weeks out, peak stress of my cycle. Um, and, and to be honest with you, it was the the most positive the that, that my bloods have, have, have been, uh, especially at that peak dose. So... I was very happy
2: with those. I think I think the blood testing really um, with the UK started with MediChecks. Uh, to be fair, uh, they were the first company to start tailoring testing towards users, okay. though they never adver- they never advertised it that way. Hmm. Um, they were very careful about how they advertised it, but they did make sure they say they allowed. So they were the first one that was sort of doing oestrogen and prolactin testing for men. No one else was doing it at the time. Um, um, I'd spent a lot of time with Medicex in the early days. Um, and then I think there's a few companies since that have picked up where they left off uh, and we've we've tried to just advance what they started and go more specialised and more supportive, but we're, we're always trying to improve what we do. Um the one I mean the latest thing is that as of about four to six weeks time we we will actually win in conjunction with you free visited who are another blood testing company that only do postal uh we only do face to face we are together setting up and opening our own pathology lab
0: nice so that means um,
2: what that you're gonna be able to what do, you, versus, do what does own, that mean we, yeah it it means we do our own blood testing
0: okay versus. So,
2: if I'm not happy with the result, I just ring and say, do it again. And oh, I guess it again, nice. so we now, maybe it's a control thing. I don't know. For me, it's more of a quality thing. I, I, I wanted better quality. I wanted better answerability because when you use a secondary lab, they always have that fear that you're going to hold them over hot coals for fucking up. So they're always a little bit defensive mm. where this, this lab ain't going to be defensive because it's, it's, you know, it's mine and Cash's, it's our lab together. So that if I ring up and say I'm not happy with that, redo it, there'll be no, oh, well, there's nothing right. There'll be, yeah, not problem straight away. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so we get much more accurate results and much more control over results. And if I'm not happy with the result, I think something's not right, I'll just rerun it and rerun it or even just look recalibrate the machine, yeah. then rerun it just to make sure. Um, so it, it's been a long time coming, uh, but it's finally getting close now. Um the gear test is still a bag of shit and got nowhere. i, I just we won't talk about that one. <laughs> but everything's there. I just need some fucking to run the bloody thing. Um but uh, yeah, pathology is is getting very close now.
0: Well let me ask this question uh to Nate. So you coach and you obviously have a ton of experience yourself. You know, a lot of the people who are watching our programming I can tell by the questions they ask that some of the guys are newer to bodybuilding and, and newer to gear. You know, we do have a lot of experienced people around too, no question. And it's awesome to have that community with us, but I know some of these guys who are tuning in, they don't know what to do and they're looking to us. Um, if, if you were to give advice to people, you know, in a real broad way, I guess people who are interested in starting to run gear, what would you say to them?
1: So I hope anybody who's, um, who's going to start... Yeah, I mean, I've just had a, a client of mine who I've just put on his first cycle. And he, want, he came to me just over a year ago. And on his consultation form, he wanted to start cycle then. But he's been with me a year and he's been on two weeks. So <clears throat> I made sure that I've run blood work twice with him while he was natural. Yeah, uh, I made sure that we nailed down his nutrition, nailed, nailed down his training, nailed down his recovery, and he'd got everything in place to be able to progress naturally and recover naturally before I, before I even spoke to him about putting him on cycle. Um, so I would, I would advise that anybody who's looking to start gear, they make sure that the training, the nutrition, the recovery is all on point first, they always get the blood work done before they start a cycle. So if there is any deficiencies or there there's anything on the health markers that are slightly off that need putting right before they start, they can they can come to eval. Dave can write an analysis and he can um, he can imp, implement protocols to put things right before they even start thinking about going down that route.
0: Yeah. That's one thing I wish I would have done. Like when I got started and Dave, when you got started, we didn't have that that insight I mean, to like see what your test levels were first, you know, see what your health was first.
1: No, I I started and um, it was definitely not the uh, the cycle that I would have started on now if, if I knew back then what I know now.
0: Okay. I got to ask then. Can you yeah. tell us what was that first cycle?
1: Oh Well, my actual first injectable cycle. So – I think I ran uh, ten milligrams of winstrel. Well there were Stromba five tablets. I don't know if you can remember them.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I ran them for six weeks up until my first lads holiday. Uh, thought that I was a big sort of steroid user running ten milligrams of Winstrel. That was the <laughs> first that was the first introduction. But my first cycle um, was Tritren. Oh um, one fifty yeah. Try one fifty, two mil a week, so three hundred milligrams of try of, of Tren and it was two milligrams of test three hundred uh, two mil of three hundred, so six hundred tests, three hundred trend for my first cycle. Good god.
2: <laughs> I bet you've run less than that in recent fucking years to be fair. <laughs>
1: The, the last off season, I didn't go over 500 testosterone.
0: No kidding. See, we'll get people, yeah. man. We'll get some pushback. There'll be people who say bullshit. A guy can't look that way uh, it, it, and run that amount of gear. Aww. He's got to be lying. There's this thing, man. Yeah. People who people who haven't been there, they think that there's it's impossible to do what you're saying.
1: Yeah, no, I, it, it's definitely not impossible. So yeah, that was my first cycle. And I put two stone on in 12 weeks. I didn't have no nutritional knowledge at all. So my head probably weighed a stone heavier than what I did. Um, and this is, a, this is a story. I don't mind telling this story, actually. So this was my first cycle at 23. So I've been training since I was 17. Uh, and I actually had a bad shot on the last week of my cycle uh, in my glue. Um, and then I flew... To so my best mate's wedding in Mexico, two days after the, the shot, um, I don't know whether it was the cabin pressure or whether it was it was going to go that way anyway. But I ended up with a, a a bad bad abscess, a bad infection. I ended up in hospital in Mexico and had to have the the abscess removed.
0: Holy shit!
1: While I was abroad, um, so and that put me off for four years. So I did my first cycle at twenty three. And then I didn't touch anabolics again until I was twenty seven.
0: Well you kept growing, I take it.
1: Yeah, just I, I I kept I kept growing. I mean I always trained, um, but I just didn't I didn't I didn't touch touch the gear until I decided to compete for my first first time.
0: No kidding, man.
2: I, I I think a lot of people they just assume pro means big doses, uh, yeah. and and it just it just I mean I remember Sean Tavernio, his whole pro career I don't think he went over fucking eight hundred milligram total. I think and
1: Sean the, Tavernio the fucking,
2: is, a, is a little bit. Well, of a he is a freak. he is an absolute <laughs> genetic free. But, I mean, the man took fuck all, absolutely fuck <laughs> all. He he stood on the Olympia stage. He was rookie of the year, the year he stood on the Olympia stage. You know, he, he's – and you're not know, – there are pros that do use high doses. Of course there are. And there True. are previous pros that have used ridiculously high doses. But – there's a crop now of guys that are taking the time to learn the craft of bodybuilding and not just banging fucking gram after gram after gram after, gram after gearing. Um, and and it's... I mean, like, said, so Jamie's very conservative with what he uses and very health conscious. You know, I mean, Cuba's brought his, his doses down massively over the last two, three years um so there is definitely a move that that you can still create a quality pro physique if you have longevity in the sport to do it and that longevity is obviously seriously seriously cut short if you're ramming five gram a fucking weekend yeah. sure
0: yes yeah i agree i would agree as well um yeah, like I said, I just wanted to get a chance to bring you on, man. So, do you have any plans for uh, for next season yet? Are you have you wrapped your head around like, hey, I'm going to try to get it together and compete for a particular show next year?
1: Yeah, so I've kind of I've spoke with uh, with with my coach my current coach Cal, um, and I've I've actually got a hernia operation in the next sort of two to three re- two to three weeks. I've got an umbilical hernia, okay. What just needs. It, it, I mean, it's not going to be a massive operation, but it just Needs fixing because it's it's only going to get worse. Um, when I'm on prep, you can't really tell because I can pull a vacuum in the shots that would sort of um, sort of show up, like the front double bicep, front spread. I can pull a vacuum, so you don't really see anything. But once I start pushing the food in the off season, so you like there, um, you can't really see it.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I w- I didn't notice it.
1: Yeah, it's like a semi vacuum, um, but. In terms of now, now the food's gone up, so I've just had another little food increase today. Actually, uh, now food's gone up. When you've got a full stomach and you can't control your midsection all the time in the off season, it's just a little bit, little bit uncomfortable. So I'm going to get it sorted. So I'll be in for surgery in the next two to three weeks, um, recover, and then we will start the off season. Um, I'm 35 in December. Um, so I'm not going to be one of these inactive pros. I'm going to be active because I want to experience things that I've got the potential to, to do so now. I've got the potential to travel abroad. I've got the potential to, to, to experience shows that I never thought that were going to be possible, so um, I will be competing next year, the back end of next year, so I'll, I'll be able to have a good off-season. I'll probably start prep June-July time, and we'll look at, at doing maybe the Europa Pro in Alcanti, which is like November the 5th. And then there's the Romania show a couple of weeks after that. Uh, the Prague Pro, they're all around that sort of uh, sort of time. Um, and, then, and then the following year, I'm going to come and get involved and, and do a show in Canada and a, and a show in America as well. So
0: That'd be cool, man. That'd be really cool to see you over here.
1: Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be active. I've said that I wanted to be kind of out before I'm 40, so I definitely want sort of three, three to four competitive seasons. And I feel that with how consistent I am and how fresh I am in terms of health-wise, I can still make plenty of progress in, in a six-month off-season at the back end of a, of a, of a prep and, and, and still, keep, still keep progressing year on year.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, there's no question, man. 35 is a great a great point. I have one more question for you. I know you're sponsored as well by Trained by JP. Have you got a chance to train That's with right. Jordan at all?
1: No, no. Um that would be something that I would uh I'd relish. I you're you're an intense
0: guy. You're an intense guy. Yeah, I've so seen I mean, your training, man. You guys would get on well, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, Jordan I mean Jordan's another I've I've just been watching one of his new YouTube's actually, but Jordan's a level above in terms of intensity. Um, I actually went to his birthday party the weekend, uh, Saturday night. It was Jordan's birthday. Okay. Um, and I mean, he's still he, even when he trains now, he's kind of gone a little bit down a different route now. But when he does train, he's still he's still super super strong. So that would be great. He's influenced like
0: he's influenced like everybody over there too, hasn't he? Like, I mean, he's influenced everybody in the U.S. as well. But it's like, I feel like Jordan came around. He's done it. He's 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 changed really, like almost the look of the UK bodybuilder.
2: Really, I, I think yeah. Jordan's probably the biggest influence in in bodybuilding from a non pro athlete that we've ever seen.
0: That's possible.
1: Yeah,
2: I agree. I agree yeah. with that.
0: All right. Well, listen, we had a, yeah. uh, 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 Yeah. I I got a question. Then say something. Speak up. It's your show.
2: I'm being good. And keeping me gobshook because you say I talk too much. I said, don't talk over our guest before we started, Dave. That's all I said. Genuinely interested in this, actually. Uh, Hernia aside, do you do a lot of work on core control and core maintenance in the off season? I mean, do you practice vacuums year round, you know, or anything of that nature? Uh, yeah, I do.
1: Um, so I'll be honest with you, I've, I've, been on, I've been on and off with a waist trainer. Um, and I've still not come to a conclusion whether or not it works fully. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a year when I've not used it, and I've had a year when I did use it. And I can't really see, say that there was that much difference in, um, I feel like you just you know it's there so you just subconsciously you are keeping your your core a little bit tighter potentially but other than that I don't think it actually shrinks your waist or makes your waist tighter um, but vacuum practice training the, the transverse abdominus definitely definitely helps especially on stage keeping that midsection tight in the transitional poses and things like that because you see a lot of heavyweight and super heavyweight bodybuilders. Um, they can they can hold the midsection, they can hold the core uh, in their the actual compulsory shots. Yeah. But when they when they when they breathe in the transition from one shot to another, the, the gut goes. Um, so I think I definitely think that doing ab work, core work, vacuum work does help train that sort of transverse abdominal
2: muscle to be able to keep tight, especially those transitional shots as well. You've, you've put a lot into your posing as well, haven't you? You've spent a lot of time working on your transitions and how you move between shots on stage and everything else. Yeah, well, my message is a posing coach, so I've got no option. Ah, uh, nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, and she's a bit more brutal with me than she is a client, so... She's not shy in telling me that I look shit if
2: I look shit. (laughs) And if that pose isn't looking right, it's not looking right. But that's... You need that. You do need that. Honestly, though, you need that benchmark that's going to feed back to you and say, no, that isn't working, because you can really lose sight, personally.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say that that, that's probably been, over the last couple of seasons, that's probably been one of my biggest improvements, has been my posing and being able to present my, my physique better. So that, I've got to give themes a lot of credit for that because she, she literally drilled me every morning after cardio. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we used to record it and she. I can, remember, I can remember looking back and thinking we've literally gone through three, four rounds there. It was like 15 minutes straight, like not even like a 10-second like rest, like straight through, straight through, straight through, straight through, straight through. Straight through, straight through, straight through, straight through. Um, and that that definitely uh, sort of paid dividends when it came to stage time this year because I could have I could have I could have done round after round. So I think posing fitness is is definitely something that's that's improved this year.
0: That's cool, man. And that's something that like as a pro, but there's things that as an amateur you can kind of slide on a little. Maybe not you know the the high high levels in the amateur ranks. They get a little, you know, more picky. But when you become a pro, there's like now they're at the point where like posing is no excuse. If you don't hit the pose right, then you're done. It's it. They're not going to look at you. I don't care what you look like.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, I yeah, I think, some
2: days. I was just going to say. As an amateur, at an amateur level, judges will sometimes look through your posing and see your physique, irrespective of the fact that you can't show it very well. Right. But yeah. when it gets to a pro, pro level, there's no breaks. So you've got to be on the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you judging this weekend, Dave, by the way? No, I've skived I'm there, but I'm not judging. Right, wow, OK. I'm there. I, um... Yeah, I thought you might be. Well, tense there, so you can come for a kip. Oh, Sam, I'll do that. I'll do that <laughs> between classes. <laughs> All
0: right, got to wrap this thing up. We appreciate you taking the time, though, man, to come on out, hang with us for a few. Um, this was really cool. And if people want to follow you, I'll have your social media in the description. Um, and they reach out to you for coaching and stuff, too. Um, is there anywhere else that they should look for you?
1: Uh, I will be getting back up and running with my YouTube. I've actually just got a new new phone today, and I've just ordered a new uh, a new tripod um, nice. and like a hand a handheld thing. So I'm going to get back on the vlogging because people seem to be interested in the vlogging more than like the professional video. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get back on that and start being a little bit more active on YouTube. So I, I'll probably start by. Uh, vlogging my journey up to see Dave for my blood work and I'll probably go through my blood work results as well with Dave because I think a bit of honesty and a bit of um, sort of openness in the industry about blood work results and things like that is a good thing. So I'll I'll get that vlogged. Um, So yeah, people can find me on YouTube, just Nathan Styles, Uh, Instagram. You're going to have me on there. Um, Good style coaching is the, uh, the coaching handle.
2: Cool. Anything else, Dave? What's, yeah, what's Phoebe's posing thing? What what name does she run under for the posing? Yeah, Phoebe's posing is Elite Posing
1: Academy. Okay,
0: cool. I'll make sure to have all that stuff in the description. And man, we wish you the best of luck going into this off season and then coming into the next competitive year. We'll have to have you back, you know, when you're getting ready to to do the next show.
1: Yeah, perfect. Thank you, guys. Cool. Pleasure, Thanks for man. taking Cheers the time. You. See you soon, mate.